Welcome once again, Nonproductive Universe, to another pile-driving episode of the show that hits you for a 10-count with the best in pro wrestling this week. By my side is Longshot the Brain Ken, and I'm Broadway Big Papa Pete. And uh, I know we usually get started real quick, uh, but this week I would like to take a brief moment to acknowledge the passing of one of the greats in professional wrestling. Bruno Sammartino passed away at the age of 82, I believe. A legend. A, a total legend. Uh, I believe he, he held the uh, the title for almost eight years straight. Yeah, it was something ridiculous like that, yeah. And that's a feat that I don't think is ever going to be broken. I hope not. But now let's dive right in to our first item of the week. Jinder Mahal and Jeff Hardy. Yes, let's start off by explaining that that for for this week we did have the WWE shakeup, the superstar shakeup on WWE once a year, maybe twice a year. Uh, they uh, just shuffle the deck and make lots of really well thought out moves that make a lot of sense to everybody. Yeah, unless you're Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn who can just go wherever they or try to go wherever they want whenever they want. <laughs> or you know john cena who does that that too well he is a free agent apparently they, they keep saying so mm. i don't know what the, how that works what that means but yeah okay it <laughs> means he goes wherever he feels like going or wherever they feel like putting him but yes uh raw did open up with jinder mahal coming to to raw you know with the u.s title oh my gosh wow now smackdown is without their secondary title whatever will happen Hey, you know, uh, I was kind of happy to see Jinder Mahal go over. Um, I think he's got a lot of potential. This could be a cool training ground for him. I mean, I think he did all he could in SmackDown with the with the, the mid-level guys that they've been putting him up against. I think he did everything he could in th- in uh, three-man band. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, no, no. I mean, like I said, I I think there 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 there's there some potential for him. I think we saw what happened. There was an open challenge, and mm-hmm. Je- uh, Jeff Hardy came out. And to be honest, it was a good match. I thought it was a pretty solid match. I mean, especially for a Jinder Mahal match, it was probably one of his best ones. Not bad. And I'm sure you know some of it is the fact that it's Hardy. You know, so it, it gets heightened. The crowd loves to see Jeff Hardy in the ring, and now that he's back. You know, I think it was it was a good thing. Um, yeah. But long story short, Jeff Hardy won. Yes, and uh, the next night, Jeff Hardy is drafted to SmackDown. This is just weird. <laughs> I, I don't understand if it's just the writing thing, or whatever. But it just seemed like, you know, from a writing standpoint, shouldn't Angle have just been happy that he had that title and try to do everything in his power to make sure that nothing would would change it from having to move. I think you can make your own headcanon about why all this happened the way it did, but it was some poor storytelling on the part of WWE. Yeah, and, and you and I talked about it too. I think the, maybe moving the IC could have been something that would have been that would have shaked it up a little bit more. But maybe. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. Next item: Owens and Zayn have moved to Raw. Wait, weren't they told that they couldn't? Well, yeah, Kurt no, Angle they, only they, had they, one spot, and they, they, and they lost their match. It was a double yeah, countout. Yep. So and they had uh, no job. So, yeah, they're out of a job. But, uh, no, as it turns out, Stephanie McMahon uh, overruled Kurt Angle and signed the two to Raw. Via email, apparently, moments before the show started. Yeah. Um, I'm sure she dictated it, because I'm sure she couldn't type anything with that bad arm. I don't know. It could be fun. Um, I think, you know, again, more and more, I'm liking how Zayn is, is playing the heel. Mm-hmm. More and more each week, I'm, I'm loving him. 
So I'm kind of I'm, I'm cool with it, and I want to see how this pans out on Raw. You know, so it, it could be fun. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I don't care where they are that much. They seem to be living in their own little universe uh, with their own little self-contained stories going on. It looked like it looks like their their thing with uh, Shane and Daniel Bryan is played out. So why not? Okay. Ooh, this one I'm excited about. Super excited about. Sanity has been called up to the main roster. I have not seen these guys. Again, I, I'll acknowledge I'm, I, I stink. I don't watch NXT. Sanity is probably uh, one of the most invigorating and exciting teams to come up in WWE in a long time. A, a, they're a true faction. Uh, they're members that yeah, come it, in and out? or uh, ha- They ha- did lose one, uh, but as of right now... Uh, we have Eric Young, Alexander Wolf, Killian Dane, and Nikki Cross, who is their female member, although she apparently will not be coming up to the main roster with the rest of the team right now. Okay. Uh, they need her for programs over in uh, NXT. She's probably going to have a program with Shayna Baszler going on for a good little while. Okay. So here's hoping that uh, that produces some good matches i'm actually hoping that they keep her as a member of sanity and that the sanity the sanity is a cross uh, cross brand and stays stable. alive on nxt you yeah mean? yeah i i because I, I think that would be a great direction for wwe to go with stables being cross brand entities that would be kind of cool you know your your uh your sanity stable has members on nxt and raw maybe even smackdown right uh i think uh the the balor slash just plain vanilla club okay has good possibilities but we will get to that next the good brothers aka uh gallows and anderson aka the non-baller members of baller club have been drafted to smackdown i keep calling it a draft even though it's just a shake-up yeah uh but they did that on the program too i miss that whole lottery thing I, that was good <laughs> i mean everybody knows it was faked but it was still it, fun yeah and it was a good way to explain the trades that didn't make any sense That's story-wise exactly. yes exactly uh, but uh gallows and anderson now on smackdown with former club leader aj styles right because if you remember before they came before styles went to smackdown they were in new japan they were the team. club mm-hmm. and the Bullet Club, as uh, Corey Graves accidentally let slip, <laughs> was their old faction. Finn Balor, also a member. This is where Balor Club comes from. Right. Uh, I was really hoping that Finn would also make the jump with them so that, again, stable-wise, we could get a whole stable going. That would be kind of cool. Um, but, I mean, I, I look at it from where they're going. They Even though they... they they started off a couple months ago. They were they were all the three of them would show up at the events together. They really weren't doing much together. Mm-hmm. And right now, it looks like it's just Ballard trying to go for that that IC title right now. So yeah. I'm I'm okay with it. I mean, it would have been cool, but I'm, but I'm totally okay with it. What I'm really happy about with them is that between them and Sanity, we've actually got some tag team people that can put up a credible threat to. The Bludgeon Brothers. Gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm wondering how long that that's going to be a thing. Uh, but you know what? Some new blood. I mean that that 
that's essentially what this is all about. So mm-hmm. let's see how this shapes up. We could actually get some really cool rivalries out of this. Could be good. Next up, Samoa Joe makes the jump to SmackDown. This was a weird one for me, actually. I Very mean, weird. He came back, what, a week or so ago? Yeah. Calling out Reigns. Saying, right after WrestleMania. You know, saying that, uh, you know... Once you're done with Lesnar, I'm coming for you. Yep, spent two weeks running his ma- two weeks on Raw running his mouth at Ro- Roman Reigns, picking fights, setting up what could be a pretty epic feud. Yeah, uh, if you like Samoan on Samoan violence, <laughs> I do, I do. You're a sick man, Ken. You're a sick man, but I admire that. Uh, and the the but the backlash match between Reigns and Joe is still on. But they are co-branding, you know, they're going back to the Raw SmackDown branding for each show now, mm-hmm. so they're not separate, so I mean, it's not, you But know, I don't know how we do the lead-up now. Yeah, it's it's weird. This um, is going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm hoping they find a good way to do this, which could lead to a greater way of handling cross-brand action. Because um, I think that's something that we can stand to use on a limited basis. Yes, uh, and again, I'm not a big Reigns fan, but it's going to be great to see the two of them going at it instead of Lesnar and Reigns all over again, yes. to be honest. Indeed. Next up from Raw, big news. Now, Raw is glorious. Monday Night Rude, baby. <laughs> I love Bobby Rude. I, I sing it on the rafters every moment I get. Rude is the man, and I'm so glad that they're putting him on the A-show. Yeah, I was just about to say, no offense to SmackDown fans, but I'm so glad he's on the A-show now. He, he's totally proven uh, what he was capable of on SmackDown, and again, glorious. Just just fantastic. I don't think there's a lot that really needs to be said, except for I'm just curious about how they're going to use him and what he's going to go for. Yeah. Um, he did great with the uh, the U.S. title. I'm all, I can only hope that they're going to put him in contention for the IC, and I would love to see some of those matches with Rude, Rollins, and Balor. Yeah, going to be good to see. Uh, next up, returns. Returns, returns, returns. Uh, we se- se- selected three big ones here. Uh, big Cass is back. Yes. Uh, big Cass finally back on the trajectory that he was uh, apparently going to be on before he was injured. Uh, a Enzo-less cast. Yes. I hope, um, I hope that they he just comes comes out guns blazing. Well, I mean, Daniel Bryan would say that he did. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, Drew McIntyre. If you think back, you'll remember this dude. He was once the chosen one of Vince McMahon. Vaguely, yes. Yeah. Uh, but he, much like Roman Reigns, when people were told that he's the chosen one, the uh, the universe often rejects that person. I said no. Yes. But Drew McIntyre was fired, went away, went to the Indies as Drew Galloway, and cleaned the effing house. Just total, complete rebranding? Oh, wow. Nice. I, attitude, it, it was like a man unleashed. Uh, and WWE took notice. He had a great run cut short by injury as the NXT champ. But now he's primed and ready to go straight up to the main roster. Can't wait to see what he does. And I'm completely ignoring the fact that he's teamed up with Dolph Ziggler, which I don't care for at all. I'm fine. I'm a Ziggler fan too. But I mean, you know, but going back to McIntyre, that's how you do it, man. Yeah. That's how you do it. There you you go. Make lemons out of lemonade, man. Mm -hmm. 
Make lemons. I'm out sorry, of, make lemonade out of lemons. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, make I'm, lemons out of lemonade. Yeah, that okay. seems right. That works. Yeah, it's okay. Don't mind Ken. He's a couple of picnics short of a sandwich. Yes. Ah, uh, and baby, our truth is back. I hope so. I mean, we just got so the bit happy. with him. We just got a bit with him. Well, which, and it was it, he was officially announced as having moved to SmackDown. So that counts as a back in what I claim is definitely the moment of the week. Yeah. In WWE. Just that 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 two two to five minute. Uh, back and forth between them and him not recognizing or remembering what show he was even on to begin with. I would be beyond happy to see uh, the New Day welcome Ty Dillinger and R-Truth as new members. Yeah, I mean, even their little patty cake handshake deal they had going on, (laughs) that was pretty hysterical. And, uh, oh, God, yeah, give me more R-Truth. As long as he keeps playing that character... Feed me more, man. <laughs> oh, let's not talk about Ryback. Ah, more sad news, though. It looks like the uh, the love affair has ended. Oh. Uh, Cena and Bella. Yep. John Cena and, and whichever Bella he was dating. Nikki. Nikki uh, have called off their engagement. And I think it's, it's truly a sad moment for everyone who had bought tickets to their destination wedding already yeah because come on people that's tacky nobody's in everything i've read nobody's called out how tacky they are for canceling their destination wedding weeks before it was going to happen these busy busy people had to find a way to take the time and the money and the energy to get there for god's sake and you know like half of the guests are wwe people i would assume maybe, wwe yeah. had to shuffle around cards cancel matches i'm sure that it, it can't be easy to request time off for several superstars to all go to a a common event right uh and, Unless we're going, uh, oh, no, you were saying destination. Unless we're going to do it on the air, but. no. And everybody <laughs> shelled out money for their tickets and their hotel rooms, and just just shame on you. I'm sure John's rich enough; he can reimburse them. I don't think so. <laughs> John's pretty cash strapped. Okay. Moving on. Okay, I want to talk about this, uh, and we'll save one one good one for last. Uh, because, like I said, I don't like ending on negative stories. But we need to talk about Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. We were both really upset when Shinsuke turned heel at the end of WrestleMania. Just because, I mean, I, I don't care if Shinsuke's heel, if you want to do a heel turn. I just wish we had gotten a clean finish to that. Yeah. They shake hands, and then he turns around on the next SmackDown and is bitter about the loss. Right. And, you know, but at that moment, it would have been great just to see the handshake and they walk away. That would have been cool. Um, but it started, uh, then on SmackDown, it started with uh, with his little interviews with Renee Young. And these are problematic. Um, because he's been playing his character, it's his new, his new catchphrase. I think it's a safe to call it his new catchphrase now. Me no speaky English. Uh, Sally, me no speak English. It's or no not, speak English. It's it's not. It's not. It good. doesn't play well now. This is not a Bugs Bunny cartoon from the 1940s. Yeah. It, I'm a, 
you know, okay, yeah, it, it, there is the language barrier. That is true. I get it. But just using this as a gimmick, yeah, is, yeah. But it, for the last for the last year, he's speaky English. He he's he's you know even if he's been taught or had to, to practice, that's one thing. And yeah. I give the guy credit for actually going above and beyond and do what he can. Yeah. But this is it's just like we all understand. But this is intentionally using a. Uh, I I want to know if he's even aware. Of, of 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 what they're doing with this, I I the the part of me that wants to have faith thinks that this is wants to say that this is going to be intentional mm. or this is intentional. He's intentionally playing on the racist stereotypes that that phrase conjures up mm-hmm. in order to make himself more of a heel. But I gotta I gotta believe there's better ways to do that. Yeah. So that's all I gotta say on that matter. Finally, uh, can. You had a match of the week, possibly a candidate for match of the year. Uh, bittersweet, actually, with this match. It was Mickey James versus Ember Moon, who I, again, did not really watch a lot of NXT, if at all. But I'm kind of liking what I'm seeing with Ember Moon. And her and Mickey had what I thought was a really solid, incredible match mm-hmm. on Monday night. The bitter part was the the commentary or lack of commentary for at least the first three quarters of that match yeah. where Nia Jax came up. And I, I like that they're pushing this Nia Jax-Alexa Bliss thing. It's a fine storyline. I'm not saying it's the best thing, but it's fine. You know, uh, Nia's out there, and they're conducting an entire full interview with her and then cutting to, uh, to Alexa Bliss backstage to talk to her while this incredible match is going on. Yeah. And it would just, to me... If I were those two in the ring, it, w- it was completely disrespectful. It was a, it was a match that deserved to have full attention paid to it. I mean, I, I I don't know that anybody expected the match to be that good. Possibly, but it was, but, and it did deserve that attention. But, but it, it didn't but get it, it. It didn't. But it also any match should not have the majority of your commentary be taken up by something that isn't going on on TV in front of us too. I mean, I, I understand def- that that I, I get the premise. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Let them, you know, people sit in all the time with the yeah. commentary, but at least most of the time they tend to focus on what's going on in front yeah. of them too on the monitors. They do do this from time to time, and I can understand. I mean, there's definitely been a lot of matches that I could use distraction from. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was not one of them. No. But I think clearly Ember Moon planted her flag in the women's division yeah. here, and in, I think it was her first full match. Well, I forget she, she, she had one I last week, but yeah. yeah, but she, I that that was a statement. Yeah, this match, this was I will not be ignored. I am a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, and both of them were on their game. Mm-hmm. It was it was just beautiful to watch. I just and she wish... definitely did it the right way by yeah. just showing her talent. Yeah, I, it was it was fantastic to watch. I just wish I had actually heard what was going on too <laughs> and gotten some color commentary on it. That's all. Yep. But, hey, great match. Big hat tip to Mickey James and Ember Moon. Yeah, absolutely. Great work, guys. That's all we have for uh, this week. Tune in next week. I'm Big Papa Pete. I'm Longshot Ken. Have a good week. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. 
This program and many others like it on the Nonproductive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.